0: Okay, so we have a special treat for you guys. This podcast is called Fake It Till You Make It, and it was inspired by the last time that Ralph and I were in the podcast room, and this conversation came up, and man, did we clash. He goes, I don't know. I am not with you on this. And Ralph goes, I'm going to go home and write my own version of Fake It Till You Make It. We'll go head-to-head in the podcast room. So here we go. This is Ralph, guys, with his version of Fake It Till You Make It.
1: I believe that there are some people who would argue that the only way to excel forward in your career is to fake it until you make it. Faking it until you make it forces you to behave in a way as if you are in some sort of superior position or in a position of authority well before you should be. An example would be, to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to act like you are one. As someone who is a beginner in the world of business and entrepreneurship, I don't disagree that manifesting it and putting it out into the world is a bad thing, but to what extent? Here are three things I've learned this far that's gotten me to realize that faking it till you make it is not the way to go, but rather the honest and truthful relationships you gain along the way work out better in the long run. Number one, acting like you're better than everybody else. As someone who is extremely passionate in what they want to do, I believe it to be natural to want to constantly share your ideas with those like-minded people around you that would reflect your overall goal and plan laid out in place. Let's face it. At this point, you've spent hours, if not days, running through your pitch or how to navigate through a meeting to successfully position your business in the world today. A lot of times, passion can be misconstrued for cockiness, and if that's the case, you better have the track record to back it up, or else it's nothing more than words falling aimlessly out of your mouth and going in one ear and out the other to those who are quote unquote listening. Number two, thinking you're the most important person in the room. Confidence, for lack of a better term, is a superpower. Confidence gives you the power to conquer the world and gives us the satisfaction of feeling ready for life's experiences. When we're confident, we're likely to move forward with people and opportunities and not back away from them. After all, who wants to work with someone who's afraid of their own shadow? At the same time, no one wants to work with someone who's a bragger, someone who says, I did this or when I did that. There's a delicate balance of having enough confidence to be trustworthy while also being humble enough to understand that there is always a learning experience to be had and you should welcome it with open arms. Number three, thinking you know more than you actually do. Stay within the limits of your own knowledge. Boy, do I wish I understood this when I was in Hollywood making my way through the industry. An example of this is opening a conversation that you seem to be knowledgeable about. Then you begin to overstep, and instead of realizing the path you're going down, you're finding yourself playing catch-up, and you work to change the subject to get back on track, but it may already be too late. To those that understand where I'm going with this, will also understand that Google can only get you so far before you're caught with your tail in between your legs. LOL. I actually wrote LOL. So what does this all mean? How does this all tie back to faking it till you make it? Well, i found that typically the most important person in the room is typically the one who either has the most money or the position and in organization. In addition to that, those people are often the ones that say the least. I don't believe it's because they are humble even though that's a quality that they clearly possess, but aligns with two things. One, they did it already and they didn't need to fake it till they made it. And two, they are seeing who can be trusted and who cannot. They see through the lies and can tell within minutes if the person that's speaking is someone they want to have a working partnership with, or if that person will just say what needs to be said in order to make it in the next phase of their career. So don't fake it, face it, face it till you make it, stand up, fail, face it again, repeat the process and build. Once you build, keep going and fail some more. I can promise you learning from your failures, but choosing to continue and learn from them, it doesn't go unseen.
0: So that's good stuff, Ralph. My gosh. You know, you and I, you know, we said earlier, we're very similar, very alike, like attracts like a lot of the words, a lot of the sentence that you used, I used that sentence of face it till you make it is in my talk somewhere. Really? Yep. You talked about how confidence is humility, which is so true. The confident person doesn't need to express it because if it's on the inside, it doesn't need to be on the outside, you know? And, you know, faking, faking, faking a, a skill is dangerous because someone could get hurt. Faking confidence, I don't know. I'm kind of with you. You know, I mean, I, I, would, I, I always say, walk into a room with your shoulders high. You know, shoulders pulled back, head high and, uh, you know, project that I'm a confident person because I, I know who I am. And a lot of times life can spiral upward or downward, you know, and in a sense, even if you don't feel it, act as you do and you shall have those feelings. But when it comes to skill sets, that's when people get in trouble with faking things. I'm with you. It's funny. You and I, I'm going to read through this now. Yeah. And let's talk about how you and I aligned on so many areas here. Yeah, we'll circle back. By something. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Is it good or is it bad? I don't know. Does it even matter? Of course this matters because in life, everything counts. So let's tackle this saying that started being used in the early 70s. Do you know where it started? With a song by Simon and Garfunkel. In that song, they sang about, I just got to fake it till I make it. Fake it till you make it. Okay, so let's start with the opening opposing point of view. Faking to be something or not is kind of like lying, isn't it? You agree with me with that? And how does confidence plug into this whole thing? Remember, when you're afraid, do it afraid. I agree with that. The feelings always come after actions, right? You'll be on this. So act as if and you shall be. Isn't that the way things go? If you're nervous to do something and you're pretending not, I don't think that's a great approach to life. I know you may think this is strange me saying this, but I don't think it is. Because you really are faking it. Faking, pretending, lying, it's all in that negative category, isn't it? Here's a version of fake it till you make it that I think could change your life. Follow me on this. When you're nervous to do something, tell everybody that you're nervous, but you're going to rock it. Tell the world, say, you know, I'm really nervous about this, but I'm going to rock this. And you know who just did this two minutes ago? Ralph. Ralph just read on the podcast and he goes, I'm so nervous. He said it out loud. It was no longer in him. Now it's on the outside. And he didn't have to fake anything. That's the key to success in life. Tell the world. When you tell people your thoughts and how you're feeling, you're being honest with the people around you and you're being honest with yourself. There's no need to fake anything now. I believe this is the key. Never fake anything. Always act with confidence in your abilities. And by the way, you have far more abilities than you will ever dream of. Confidence is not the absence of being afraid and nervous. Confidence is feeling nervous and afraid and having a will stronger than the fear. That's what confidence is. Confidence is a belief in yourself. It's a belief in your own ability. Confident people have no need to fake anything. And remember, just like the true sign of greatness is simplicity, the true sign of confidence is humility. There's a recipe for success that goes something like this. Confidence plus humility plus transparency plus being action-oriented equals success in your life. There's a great story in the book, Man's Search for Meaning, where Dr. Frankel gives advice to this guy that used to sweat profusely whenever he had to give a presentation. The doctor said, you know, the next time you're gonna go on stage, the first thing I want you to say is, hi, everyone. You're about to see sweating like you've never seen before. My entire shirt is about to get soaking wet. And you know what happened? He didn't sweat because he faced his fears. This is the power of facing your fears rather than trying to fake it till you make it. Just say it out loud. Say it so you can hear it and say it so the world can hear it so you can own it. Here's the key. Rather than fake anything till we make it, you should face it till you make it. I'm with you on that, Ralph. When we publicly acknowledge fears and doubts, they tend to be greatly reduced, even eliminated. They just vanish because you faced it. You didn't fake it. There's great power in honesty and transparency, not just for yourself, but all the people you're around. Here's the rule when it comes to fake it till you make it. If you're pretending to li- or lying to anybody, including yourself, you're on the wrong track. The key is to be honest with yourself and others around you. It's about believing in your abilities to succeed. It's a belief in your future self. In life, you don't get what you want. You get what you are. So if you're faking it, and you're wondering why you're not getting the outcomes you want, well, it's because you're not being real and honest with others or yourself. Just say the truth. It's okay to say I'm afraid. It's okay to say I'm nervous. The moment you tell people that you're afraid, You are no longer faking anything. And I can tell you, your fear will greatly diminish. By the way, people know you're nervous, but you're giving them your all. Another reason faking it till you make it isn't the best approach is you've probably heard this before, that people need to like you and trust you. Only then are they going to work with you with a show of hands. Who likes it when someone's being fake? Anybody? 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 Faking or pretending is going to break trust. And trust is the glue of relationships. When someone fakes it till they make it, they are preoccupied with maintaining a pose to hide their insecurities. This can be mentally and emotionally exhausting. That would wear anybody out. The better approach is to tell the world of your insecurities. By telling people of your insecurities, you are replacing them with confidence. It may be safe to say that faking anything is born out of a lack of confidence. True, true. Voicing and facing your fears should be the definition of confidence. It should be written right in the dictionary. Confidence is facing your fears and voicing them to the world around you. Being the authentic you is the very best way for you to achieve success. How does the saying go? Be yourself, because everyone else is taken. Instead of covering our shortcomings, we should increase our competencies. This is where learning takes place. Much of this fake it till you make it stuff is about the difference between faking behaviors and faking competencies. I think it's okay to act or fake a behavior. There are certain moments where certain situations you should be a certain way. But never, it's never okay to fake a competency. Always show up and give the world your best. The truth is that wanting or acting to be better at something is not going to make you better at it. But when it comes to the world within you, you're assuming a positive mindset makes a huge difference. You assuming the best of you is the best position you could take. The philosopher William James was one of the first people to talk about this. In fact, he said, if you want equality, act as if you already have it. Now he's talking about the inside of the person. He's talking about characteristics, qualities. He's not talking about competencies. So if you want to feel more cheerful than you currently do, smile more, speak and act more cheerful than you currently are. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to be happier. Your mood will lift. If you do this often enough, you're no longer going to be acting as if you will be. You can reprogram your mind to be anything you want. One famous study found that you could lift your mood by simply sticking a pen between your teeth because it forced you to slightly smile. In the same study, they found that if if you stuck that pen between your lips, it forced you to frown, and guess what? You're going to feel sad. But this phenomena isn't just related to our facial expressions. The way we move, slow or lethargic, opposed to brisk, energized, it's going to affect you. You're one person. Everything counts. It's simple. Just pretend the world is your mirror. However you want to look and feel, project that to the world. and The world projects it back to you. So the next time you walk into a room, if you're feeling nervous, just smile. Project a light, cheery attitude and act as if you are happy, positive, upbeat, and enthusiastic. And guess what? The room will express that back to you. It's nice that we have the same,
1: in a, in a weird way, like I that I'm on the right path, right? I, yeah. So the way I look at things, right? Like I'm 29. You're you're 20 years older than I am, yeah. give or take. Yeah, in that range. And I'm beginning the the career field or journey of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. trying to build business, etc. And so I look at you as a seasoned person. I know we've spoken about this in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and your response always is like, dude, I'm just a guy that digs in the dirt. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I get it, but you're not. You know what I mean? So it's so it's oh it's cool to see. It's like, great, if I'm absorbing the information now of why like the key, right? Cause I used to listen, I'll be honest, I'm the first to say when I was in LA faking a team, that is the definition of a Los Angeles Hollywood. You wanna get into the industry, you gotta fake team make it. And like you gotta act as if you're the hottest person out there. You gotta act as if your 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 crap doesn't stink like you are the go-to person. And it's almost like COVID was a blessing in disguise because me having to come back to the East Coast, I had to realize and be forced to realize that hey, guess what, Ralph? Your crap does stink. And you're not the most important person in the room. And there's people out there that you're gonna be working with that have more knowledge. In they can get something done in a minute that would take you a year to figure Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. So having that understanding, like, you know what? You need to be humble across any level Mm -hmm. and always be willing to adapt and learn. Mm -hmm. That's one of the biggest things of where I'm like, okay, that makes sense. There's some cases where I make where I'm like, well, no, I know what I'm talking about here and I'm not going to, and I'm going to stand my ground. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to back off. But in other things that I don't know the information about or don't have the knowledge, I go, all right. I'll, I'll I'll do my due diligence to make sure, mm-hmm. but I'll take your word for it and things like that. So, um, but never ever will I go, you know, I'm the best in the room. I'm the, I'm the person. Right. And I don't think I've seen you out and I've never seen you in that regard either act that way. Mm-hmm. It's almost like other people, right? You, you put other people in place of you. Let me rephrase that. You, other people's interests, you care about them as opposed to being mm-hmm. like, it's me, me, mm-hmm. me, my, my, my.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a saying that says pride become. Pride comes before the fall, mm. right? Okay, and that that has to do with be thinking that you're too big for your britches, in a sense, you know. And in the book, the last lecture, Randy Pouch talks about this. He talks about Norman Myrowitz. Norman Myrowitz was a computer programmer, and he wrote a lot of the code that when you search the internet, you're using his code even still today. And when Norman <laughs> went to school, neat stuff, right? When Norman went to school, he had to give a presentation, and uh, and everyone's in the auditorium. And Norman is up, up front with the, uh, the overhead projector, and he's about to turn it on. He turns it on, and a second later, the bulb blows out, blows out in the projector. He, in the book, he goes, you could hear the audible moan. Everyone goes, oh, because now we're going to have to wait 20 minutes for someone to go find the janitor, go find the bulb where they keep the new bulb, put it in the new, new projector. Norman Meyerowitz walks over to his bag, opens his bag, gets out a new bulb for the projector, puts it in, and goes. No way. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> and the lesson is <laughs> prepare for success. Think of everything. You only have what you bring with you. In life, we only have what we bring with us. Yeah. So in your life, wherever you go, you only have what you're bringing with you. And what you only have with you is, is the confidence in your heart, the knowledge in your head, and the abilities that, that, that rest within your, within your body. That's what you bring with you. So your goal in life should be to build your heart, build your mind and build your body. How can I have more confidence, more abilities within me so I can add more value to the world around me because I was put here for a purpose. And if I fulfill my purpose, I'm serving the world around me through my skill set. That's the key to the hold on thing. When you're living like that, there's no faking anything. You're so far from it. You're so far from it. And remember, all you have is what you bring with you. You can pack more in your head. You can pack more in your heart. And that's what you have with you. All the stuff on the surface, it comes and goes.
1: Yeah, why like people faking it to you? Making like now that I've looked back and I reflect, it's like why would I want somebody to? Why would I lie? Like you're lying,
0: right? You're kind of right. <laughs> like you're just you're just lying, right. right? And
1: it's like why would you want to be <laughs> right? And have a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. that's going to just say what they have to say to get what they mm-hmm. want.
0: I've had I've had times, Ralph, at the winery where. I've, I've worked with someone. I go, you know how to do this? i like, in the wine cellar. You know how to do this? And they go, yeah, yeah, I got, I got this. I got this. Just to learn the next day, they did not know how to do it. Yeah. And I remember going to the house going, holy cow, <laughs> you can't trust what they say because they're going to say they know how to do it, but they really don't know how to do it. So in faking it, faking skills, like faking, you know, things that you can do, that's not a good idea. So what happens is you get exposed just by time, yeah. you know, by life. Life exposes you. And then what happens is you break trust with everyone around you. And the, the thing is, I never went to them and said, hey, I can't trust you now because you told me you know how to do this and you had no idea how to do it. And you set it up completely wrong. We blew the filter, whatever it was. And now I, now I got to fix it. Now, the next time I ask you, you know how to do it, I'm not even going to ask you that question probably because I know you're probably going to lie to me yeah, because you're going to fake it. That is not a good recipe. It breaks trust. but. If I say to them, "Do you have the confidence to learn how to do this?" and they go, "I don't know," that's not good. I want them to go, "Absolutely, I, have the, I can learn anything I want to learn." That's a good way to fake it till you make it. Even though I'm a little nervous, I'm a little scared, but a, yes, I have the confidence that I can set this up correct. Show me one time, I got it. Let me let me prove you prove, prove it right.
1: That's what it is. Show like teach me how to do it one time. What is it? Teach a man to fish, he'll mm-hmm. feed the family or whatever. Like yeah. I forget that parable, yeah. but it's that idea. It's like I don't know how to do it. But show
0: me and mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Yeah. It's a belief in one's ability and it's having confidence in that. And sometimes it is, it's its is—it's—it's saying, hey, do you know how to set this filter up? I don't know how to do it right now. But if you show me, I will master it for you. You didn't have to fake anything. Yeah. In doing that, the, it, the faking goes away, you know, because you're, you're just you just R- you. Ralph, you did it literally five minutes ago when you before you started reading it, you go. You go, man, it's kind of weird. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm never nervous. You just did it. You basically, guess, yeah, you, basically think of it that way. you basically, you basically summarize my entire talk in that, in that split second, you were nervous. You had the nervousness on the inside of you. You got it on the outside of you. And therefore you diminish the nervousness on the inside of you. A lot of people don't do that. They hold it in and they, they're just nervous and scared, but they want to pretend that they're not. Everyone knows you are. If that's okay.
1: Yeah, it's like acknowledge the elephant in the room, and exactly. then it's like, all right, now we're ca- now everybody's on the same page. Yep. You know, I think I announced it because it's like, if I screw up, it's like, okay, like he owned up to it. The, you know what I mean? It's that idea of like, oh, I'm nervous. Oh, okay, so if he messes up here and there, it's okay, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think once you establish it, it, it mm-hmm. like lightens the mood and lightens the mm-hmm. lightens the mo- maybe it's the. Social cue I don't know Mm
0: -hmm. By the way You just just use the word Messing up I don't mean to go on Make this long That is a long segment But I
1: mean this is a good episode But but let me say this
0: though If you are not living Your life And you're not making mistakes You're not doing enough With your life Anybody that's living a life And they make no mistakes ever You're not living your life You're wasting your time You will only be living Your life to the fullest extent When you are making mistakes And you're doing things Out of your comfort zone That's it Mm -hmm. If you're living a perfect life It's not very exciting
1: (laughs) Amen. I mean, it's
0: true. In ski racing, if I wasn't trained to the point where I was wrecking in my training runs, I wasn't pushing myself hard enough. If every training run looked perfect and neat, good luck. You're never going to win.
1: And that hurts. Right. You're wrecking. That hurts. So it's... (laughs) Yeah, you know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. I love that. Thanks, man. Thanks, Ralph.